Welcome to today's episode of Let Me Be Brief. I am your co-host, Andy Rieger of Jay Rieger & Co. Joined as always by Matt Basinger of Swell Spark, who's a buddy. He didn't interrupt me this time, Matt. I've been holding my tongue. I wanted to get it right I once. just love you for episode that. Episode 60, I did it. I waited the whole time. Is it episode 60? Probably about, I don't know, roughly. We'll count later. Are you good at math? It's our best episode, though. That's the it's most It's going to thing. be our best episode. We're in the Let It Fly Media Studios, and as always, joined by the wonderful, the famous... Miss Jackie Wise of Prize Bank. Today's guest is someone who did not bring us some of his product, and we're very upset about that. Uh, it's Drew Severance of Chick-fil-A. He is the owner-operator of the Lenexa location. Drew, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andy. Happy to be here. Drew, uh, most of our listeners probably know what Chick-fil-A is, and so we can maybe cruise past the softball question of what do you do. But I'm curious, because I don't think a lot of folks understand the model of how Chick-fil-A works. And so with you being the owner-operator of the Lenexa Chick-fil-A, like, what, is, what does that mean in regards to franchising or mm-hmm. ownership? Just educate me for a minute, if you don't mind. Sure. Thanks, Matt. Um, man, it's good to see you. Thanks for and inviting me for about the third or fourth time to be on this podcast. <laughs> um, it, it is my joy um, to be here with you guys. Um, and honestly, an honor. Um, I look to guys like you, uh, frankly, for uh, examples of work ethic and attention to detail and, and commitment. Um, and so I've rooted for guys like you from afar for a while now. Um, Matt and I got acquainted this last fall. And um, I just think that... Uh, Man, I'm so grateful uh, to be to be connected with Thanks, you guys Drew. and to be here today. Um, so the that doesn't that, those nice operator, words don't let you off that you didn't bring us an entire uh, we're, right. But I feel like this relationship this is just beginning. So I think there's going to be a lot of <laughs> opportunities fair, to fair, uh, fair. Uh, deliver the goods. But um, yeah, so the operator um, opportunity with Chick-fil-A is such that um, you are a franchisee um, in an arrangement with um, Chick-fil-A corporate in Atlanta. Um, the, um, the statement, uh, you're in business for yourself but not by yourself, um, regularly um, goes, uh, goes back and forth from, from us to Atlanta. And really that's lived out in a number of different ways uh, that we see uh, headquarters support us, um, whether that's, uh, with facilities, um, maintenance needs, things like that. Um, our, uh, uh, beloved Henny print, Henny Penny, uh, pressure fryer, um, that deep fries and pressure fries our chicken. Um, those are, uh, Cadillac pieces of equipment. And for instance, if, if one of those were to go down at any, at any moment, um, Atlanta would have one of those uh, on my doorstep probably the next day because of how critical they are to the success of our business. Um, we have currently five of those pieces of machinery wow. in our in our building. Um, I pay an equipment rent um, every month regardless of if I use it or not. So that bucket of money is what um, helps to fund uh, support uh, mechanisms just like that. So when they talk about being in business for yourself but not by yourself, they really mean it. Um, and so, yeah, so as a franchisee with Chick-fil-A, um, we experience um, tons of autonomy um, with, the, with, uh, with the business itself. Um, everything employment law related is all on uh, me, uh, our LLC. Um, so there's, there are ways that they distinguish, um, you know, okay, this is, this, is, this is all you, and then over here is maybe where, where we're going to do business together. Um, 
i.e. the brand itself, the menu, like I said, support with equipment and facilities and things like that. Um, so it's definitely a mutually concerning relationship. So, so let's just start at the very beginning. Um, the location is selected, and are you already on board at that point in time when they say, our search committee said that we need a location in Lenexa? Or are you saying, I would like a Chick-fil-A, I believe this general Lenexa area would be a good area in order to construct this who's yeah more the former uh more the former so um essentially when 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 you express interest is the term uh we use when you express interest and um and becoming a franchisee with chick-fil-a uh you enter into their selection process and that selection process can last um well so when when my wife and i first expressed it was six years ago wow um, and so we were in that process for quite a while. And um, you'd touch each other probably every four to six months, email, phone calls, uh, video calls, in-person meetings. Um, we'd go down to Atlanta. They'd come up to Kansas City. We'd go to dinner together. Hey, how are you doing? Um, and so um, it, was, it was like that. It was like a courting process for about six years for us. And essentially, when you're in that selection process, you're moving through about, there's about nine different steps in that uh, selection process. And um, when you get to a step about six or seven, you start to um, focus for specific restaurants. Is the It's called the focus phase. Um, and that's when you they take a bank of um, available opportunities um, that their real estate guys have identified as, hey, we're here, we wanna go here um, on the map. And so then you start to say, um, because they want it to work for, for everyone, right? Like they want it to make sense for, my wife, Julie, and I, and they also want it to work for Chick-fil-A. They want it to be a good fit and be in business together for a long time together in that specific location. And so it's like, hey, we're going to start uh, the focus phase. Um, here are the uh, list of available opportunities. Which ones interest you? Which ones pique your interest? Um, so uh, for Julie and I, man, we traveled to about seven or eight different states over the course of those six years, looked at a number of different opportunities. Um, we focused for three over those years and finally focused for Lenexa as really our dream opportunity. I'm a Kansas City native. My wife, Julie, and I were married in 2008, and um, we've been here since then. So the, the chance to um, be in business with Chick-fil-A and stay in our hometown um, really is a dream come true. So, so then they decide this is the location. Drew and Julie are going to be our owner-operators. Correct. At that point in time... Do they purchase the land? Do they require you to purchase the land? Do they construct Chick the building? Do they require you to contribute Chick capital? How does the so it it varies? It varies depending on um, depending on the real estate uh, deal. So locally in Lenexa, um, Chick Fil A purchased that property, um, so we own the land that that building sits on, and Chick Fil A also owns the building itself. Um, By Chick Fil A, you mean corporate? Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, and so uh, Chick-fil-A uh, contracts um, the construction of the building, uh, builds a thing, and uh, we get the pleasure of operating it. So then you are the owner of the cash flows. Correct. And then you are the owner of the employees. Correct. They are essentially leasing you the equipment. Yep. And they are earning their return by getting their profits lease lease terms from so the we, equipment and then a percentage of the revenue the percentage of the profits right so there we have an operating profit that um we split with chick-fil-a so so do they make a royalty on sales as well or it's purely they have two ways they get paid a percentage of operating profit and 
they get paid back on the equipment leasing? So I, I pay an equipment rent um, as well as uh, for the building itself, and then the operating profit mm -hmm. is where we is where we share. In so that. they charge you a rent, mm -hmm. basically, essentially. Got it. Yeah. So from a business, thank you for all that, by the way. It no, it's, helps it's, the listeners all understand. And yeah, us. absolutely. It's, it's, it's such a fascinating model because it, it's different than uh, a McDonald's or a, a Subway, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so Andy and I come in, like <clears throat> I sometimes own the real estate and I'm having to put up money to build the thing. When you are the owner operator, you know, if you run this thing for 20, 30 years and you get to retirement age and mm -hmm. you know, your son Jake is, is to that point, like, can you hand this off to Jake? Can you sell this? Is this, how does that transition work? If there's ever a point in time where you're like, you know what, uh, I'm tired or I want to move to something else, or I want to go to my lake house in Arkansas or whatever. Well, all those thoughts I have weekly. Um, but I, uh, yeah, so no, I cannot hand it off to one of my kids. Um, it is, um, it would go back to the hands in Chick-fil-A and then they would select another operator, um, to, uh, to, to buy you out, to buy your to share carry, out, to, to carry, to carry it from there on out. Yeah. Um, so r real quick, sorry, I'm no. just into this, you, you uh, cause this is a, a mix of finance and logistics. I've always wondered this. You guys use a POS system that obviously you have access to yours, but I'm sure corporate has access to it as well. Is that correct? Correct. When you guys sell 10,000 chicken sandwiches today, make it up, does corporate restock you based on your POS systems ring-ins knowing, okay, Drew didn't sell any fries today, but he sold 10,000 10, chicken sandwiches. Yep. He needs a lot of chicken sandwiches on his next truck, mm. and he doesn't need as many fries. Do they customize that, or do you have to put in your orders with corporate for what you need? So um, as a guy who um, is so grateful to have our distribution center, uh, less than three miles down the road in Shawnee uh, from my restaurant, the Midwest um, Distribution Center for Chick-fil-A is that's right. right there? I can attest that, um, no, those responsibilities fall on me. Uh, I, uh, we, had, we had a lot of catering going out yesterday with people being snowed in and um, businesses wanting to take care of their employees that um, you know, were, were stuck in the office. And so that was super, super fun. Yesterday was a blast. Um, found ourselves uh, in the need of some chocolate chunk cookies. Our inventory was uh, rapidly depleting, and we weren't going to be able to make it through the balance of the day. And so I got in my truck, and I ran down to the distribution center and picked up a few cases of chocolate chunk cookies. Um, took those guys some lunch uh, while I did it. Um, so that was super fun. So, yeah, so the relationship side of the business is, is always rewarding, and the opportunities um, uh, are are every day to make meaningful connections like that. And so those inventory needs are met at the restaurant level. Um, there is no kind of automatic, um, you know, um, fulfillment services provided for by the support center. Um, that's all on our leadership and our team to determine what we're going to need week to week. And then, um, we're placing orders every day. I get a, I get a, about a 300 piece truck, um, every day of the week. Um, and, uh, that, that, uh, that inventory, man, it goes quick. And obviously it fluctuates depending on what we've got going on in the but community. You're, you're literally ordering inventory once a day. Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I have to, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in with questions too. Otherwise you're just going to keep talking and I'm going to sit here and twiddle my thumbs. Sorry. <laughs> and be sad. I forgot no. you were here. What's your name? It's a, hi, I'm Matt. I'm your co-host. Um, so you've talked about kind of some of the equipment and there's a lease with Chick-fil-A for that equipment, but 
you're also talking about deliveries and things like that, right? And mm-hmm. so um, for some of the Chick-fil-A stores that are maybe doing more catering or more deliveries, like, are you purchasing that equipment yourself? Are you talking to the Emprise banks of the world? Are you saying, hey, you know, Atlanta, we, <clears throat> we need two or three more trucks. Are they telling you that you need two or three more trucks? Like, how does all that conversation Yeah, work? that's a good question. So uh, all that equipment is, um, it's on me to figure out what we need. Um, and then those, this is the, and those are approved. Is this like the in rest, for lack of a better word, I know I'm ignorant here, but yeah. the in restaurant equipment or like the, special is there a special not necessary version of equipment yeah there's different categories the equipment falls into um we have a responsibility matrix that we refer to often so like the henny penny fryers that i talked about earlier like that'd be a a piece of equipment that chick-fil-a would say hey we've got you on this one Mm -hmm. um for instance um we're gonna uh, start at the lonexa location uh chick-fil-a delivery service march 1st which um we're gonna attempt to take the DoorDash uh, model. Um, so all my third-party delivery uh, services, DoorDash, Uber Eats, Postmates, things like that, we're gonna supplant that with Chick-fil-A delivery offering. So it's my uh, team members actually bringing you your number one in a Coke to your office. In, in their cars or in the transit so, vans? So we're gonna, start, we're gonna start in employee cars and we're gonna see how the program goes. And if it really starts to take off, I'm gonna start buying a fleet of vehicles. And those purchases, so this could even answer your question, um, purchase of those vehicles would be under my LLC. Um, those would be my assets that I use then to support this new service channel that the business offers. But are they approved vehicles that corporate says, yes, these are the, like, like for example, every single Chick-fil-A across the country uses the, what seem like the exact same transit vans to deliver catering. Is that a vehicle that Chick-fil-A says, oh, do you need another transit van for catering delivery? Just tell us you enter into, you have to buy it, but here's our relationship with the vendor. Yeah, no, it's the operator. It's it's up to the operator what vehicle um, he or she wants to to use. There is a strategic relationship with the enterprise that we use their fleet management um, program that there are, hey, if you want to go through this lease arrangement with enterprise, you can pick from this catalog of vehicles, which is where you probably see, hey, man, all these transit vans look about the same. There's a look, it's likely that um, that operator's utilizing that, that relationship, but then there are guys that say, "No, I want the I, I'd like the asset to my to my name," um, and so I'm going to go and buy cars from a buddy of mine who owns a dealership. Um, mm-hmm. And so, depending on how that program takes off, which um, it's already now been inside the brand now for the last couple of years, uh, and it's been very very successful. People desire the Chick Fil A experience from start to finish, ordering it on their phone using our Chick Fil A mobile app, and then having a Chick Fil A team member. Um, hand deliver their food is something uh, that we've recognized there's a huge appetite for. So we're excited to launch that program. And so what, depending on where in that responsibility matrix a certain piece of equipment falls is going to depend on whether or not that's a Drew expense or that's um, Chick-fil-A coming alongside me and helping to subsidize that cost. You were always with Chick-fil-A. So you, you have worked in other, uh, other worlds outside of that. Like what have you been discovering as far as some of your favorite things of stepping into the Chick-fil-A model over the course of the last couple of years, um, like w- what has been maybe called a pleasant surprise mm-hmm. that you've learned through working with this company? So I started working um, for Chick-fil-A out of college. Um, I was a team member for an operator here in Kansas City, uh, Forrest Wyden on the, at the 85th and State Line Ward Parkway location. 
and um, I worked for Forrest for just under seven years until um, I uh, really felt the urge to get uh, another um, perspective, um, which ended up being in the restaurant space as well. Um, I made an, uh, another couple stops until um, coming back to Chick-fil-A. Um, really, um, my why to want to come back to Chick-fil-A, Matt, um, was rooted in a desire to come alongside um, men and women, especially uh, the younger generations, and really help them to kind of navigate life and to create a launching pad for them into whatever uh, season of life might be next for them. Um, so many of the relationships that I encountered um, in, in my five years away from the brand um, really drove home for me, hey, the most fun I had ever had was at Chick-fil-A, and a lot of the reason for that was because of the rich relationships that I experienced when I was there and the people that were there. So coming back to this incredible company, but now we're in this different role has given me such a greater appreciation for the leadership that I experienced when I was working for Forrest and getting to experience some of the guys from Support Center when they would come in from Atlanta to work with Forrest and just watching those guys from afar, you know, as a 20 something, uh, I was newly married, not knowing kind of where I was headed next. And so I really coveted that my time with those guys and having been away from that leadership now uh, back with the company, but in this role, um, it really informs the way that I steward every one of the young men and women that, that work for us. Um, we're uh, just over 150 employees now at this point, and so the responsibility is great, and um, in that uh, the opportunity to really pour into um, and share the, share the experience to our leadership does an amazing job of stewarding um, all of our people so well. Um, you know, our founder, uh, Truett Cathy, um, wrote a book um, called It's Better to Build a Boy Than Mend a Man. And I really think that that ha is at the heart of uh, Chick-fil-A culture and how we um, posture ourselves towards this leadership opportunity because we really see it as that. And the restaurant is the resource that allows us to do that. Um, the business supports the people, not the other way around. Um, and so when we look to opportunities to cater more and to drive top line sales, it's so that we can do more uh, inside the PNL to support their development. We spend a lot of money on uh, team member benefits and uh, development um, weekly, monthly, um, to try and be um, really for them uh, what I needed in the season, which Chick-fil-A was, which um, was a good example of what um, joy and hard work looks like uh, and integrity um, through and business. So I'm super grateful um, for this company, and I just hope that I can give back at least uh, a little bit of what, what it's given me. So one more question for me, and because you just hit on this. Everyone always, listeners are going to understand this question at the very beginning. Every single Chick-fil-A you go to, the staff is the nicest, they are the most respectful. They are the most polite. On top of that, every Chick-fil-A is so efficient and intelligently operated. How much of that are you guys receiving the book for this is how you train your employees versus we send our trainers in once every however often and train your employees? Or even you know, as silly as you go through a Chick-fil-A drive-through, and of course, there are multiple people standing out there on nice days with yeah. ordering devices, taking orders. Yeah. The sauces are yeah. outside after the window, just skipping all of it yeah. so that it can be efficient. Yeah. But all of them do it, but they're all owned by different people. Mm -hmm. What is the 
operator versus how do you do that? <laughs> what's the operator versus the corporate mentality as to yeah. how they make sure they keep that standard? Yeah. So um, one of the um, core values of our company is we're better to we're better together. Um, we're better together um, is lived out monthly. I, I meet with these guys, with the other operators in Kansas City once a month. We talk about how we can. Um, develop synergy um, across our restaurants so that the guest experience is as consistent as possible. Because when you're talking about organizations this big, uh, each of them, you know, it is hard and some stuff does slip through the cracks. Um, but we try to be better together by sharing ideas, um, whether that's through our interweb or through those monthly meetings and talking about, hey guys, what's working, what's not working, what kind of guest feedback are you getting around um, you know, new systems and procedures. And really, um, Chick-fil-A, our support center is awesome at asking those questions as well. They wanna know what's working, what's not working. Um, you know, and so it's not the same for every, um, for every city, for every region, you know, um, we deal with, uh, we deal with a lot of weather in Kansas city, you know, so we're always trying to think of ways to care for our team members well in that experience when they're outside, um, most every day, uh, that we're open, they're out there, um, you know, issues that maybe guys in Houston don't have to deal with as much, you know, so it definitely gets specific that way. Um, and so I would tell you guys that um, we're not quite there yet. I think we've got a lot of room to grow regarding team member experience in the drive-through. Um, and the mobile app uh, provides, uh, right now, serves as the greatest opportunity for us to do that because the mobile app offers the opportunity to order on your app. And when you pull into the drive-through, you can simply tell a team member, hey, I've already placed my order on the mobile app. And it ends up being a better guest experience and a better team member experience because we're able to get more cars through at that time. So ideally, where we're moving is less iPads in the drive-through and less team members in the drive-through, even though having that system in place already going into the pandemic served us very well because we didn't have to create in that moment. We had already been doing that. And so we're trying not to let those memories exceed our dreams for the future and what's possible, but instead look to what's next um, together so that we can um, pioneer into what the next opportunity is for us because I don't think we're done growing. Drew, we're like already 10 minutes over time, but I've so enjoyed talking business with you. It's so fun to learn from you. I appreciate your encouragement as well. My last question, nothing to do with business, um, is simply what's the best, coolest experience that you've ever had? You can't talk about getting married or having kids, even though we have kids who are born on the same day in the same hospital, which is another story from the day. But what's, what's one of the coolest things you've ever done? Man, um, I did not prepare for that question. Um, but um, thanks for the opportunity to reflect. You know, I would say um, being a father has probably been one of the most sharpening experiences of my life. Um, my kids are now 11 and 8, and um, man, they remind me every day of uh, the gift that I have of time and uh, to steward it as well as I can. And that has been a challenge for me since opening the business because, as you guys can um, likely empathize, it's, uh, it's tough to be at home because you're thinking about the business, and when you're, when you're there at your business, you're thinking about, man, what am I missing out on with my kids? Mm -hmm. um, and so in that has really helped to shape me. Being a father has really helped to shape me as far as setting up specific guardrails for myself and ways that I can maximize opportunity with them when I am present with them. Um, and two, it just is another um, way for me to keep myself in check um, regarding 
any any thought patterns or behaviors um, that I know spill out onto my marriage and being a business owner. Um, so, man, my kids, Lillian and Jake, really help uh, keep me accountable and bring more joy to me than probably anything ever. I love it, man. Thanks yeah, for sharing. Absolutely. Hey, sorry to wrap up so quickly, but uh, we got to do it. On behalf of Emprise Bank, the Jay Regan Co. Distillery, Let It Fly Media, Swell Spark, uh, and of course, Chick-fil-A, thank you for being a part of this conversation today. Cool. Excited to see you continue to grow and serve lots and lots of chicken here in Kansas City. We will. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. It was a lot of fun.